This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All Things Covered listeners, all things covered viewers. Outstanding show for you guys today. Once again, we're showing our bias, but I do not care. I love getting members of the secondary on our show. Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. You guys know we play, well, I played in the secondary. Pat is currently still playing. And this individual is still playing as well. Some high-level football. Representing the SEC 2012 second-round pick out of Vandy in Tennessee by the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay decided to cut ties. Not a smart decision. Made them pay. Two-time pro bowler. Two-time second-team All-Pro. One of the newest members of the Atlanta Falcons. No other than Casey Hayward joining us here. All Things Covered. Brian McFadden, Patrick Peterson. Show is what they call them. Showtime. How you feeling? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. Thank you all for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure. Anytime we get guys in the secondary, especially playing the cornerback position, man, we love to get them on, talk football, talk life in general. And, man, you're one of the outstanding individuals under the radar corners that has been doing, doing it at a high level for such a long time. Uh, we had uh, the guys from the Man to Man pod on a few weeks ago, and Darius Butler definitely gave you a lot of praise, man, talked about the job you've done throughout your professional career, and clearly over the last few years been playing some high-level football. So you've been doing a great job. But before you became – a prolific like corner in the National Football League. Let's go back in time, right? Uh, you had some unbelievable stats. For people who might not know this about you, you weren't just a corner your entire life. You once used to have the football in your hand. Uh, you had limited offers for whatever reasons, but when you look at your reputation, your, your reputation, uh, your, your reputation as a quarterback, I mean, your senior year, you had 1,300 yards passing. You had uh, 18 passing touchdowns. You had 1,284 yards rushing and 18 rushing touchdowns what led to those numbers like did you have aspirations of trying to play quarterback the next level or was just more so just the athleticism that took off to for you to be so outstanding when it came to playing quarterback I think it was more of the growing up since I was like young I had the ball in my hand ball in my hand running back then when I kind of got to middle school I kind of switched over to quarterback and then that was more like you know, you get into high school, put the ball in your best player hands type thing. I know a lot of DBs uh, that play quarterback in high school. Mm-hmm. You go from Champ, Champ Bailey. Um, sure, go back. I think Brandon Boykins. There's a lot of people. I'm just naming some Georgia people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a lot of us play, you know, quarterback. And I think it translated over when we got to the next level because we kind of understood patterns and, being able to read concepts and things like that because that was the things we did. Yeah. And what led to your decision to attend Vanderbilt? Uh, it was one of my better offers. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I was saying, you know, if I didn't make the league, I'm going to have a great education. Uh, but my whole goal was to make it to the league, but also, you know, get a good degree. 
Okay. And how would you evaluate your time at Vandy? Started off a little slow, you know, but being there from the beginning of a rebuild under James Franklin, how would you evaluate your time there at Vandy? Man, I loved it. I love Vanderbilt, uh, Nashville. Um, our first couple of years, we weren't as good, but I played well. So I played well. <laughs> <laughs> I played well when I was there. Uh, all the years, even the years we, you know, we were kind of down. I yeah. was still our SECs and things like that. I was leading the conference in interceptions, pass breakups. Uh, my last two years, I did that back to back. So mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, show my talent. You know, no matter what, you playing in the best conference in the. You know, I know you're gonna say, you know, I know you got your little Florida State back there, but uh, the best conference in the, you know, in the world is SEC. You know, so hey, I man, it's not. There's not too much I can say to go against that. So. Right now, no question. Right All right, now. so I get, you know, back in the day, y'all had y'all run too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but right now it's the SEC. And when I was in school, it was the SEC. So I got to play against the big guys every week. So I got to match up against, you know, the Alshon Jeffries, Alshon Jefferson, AJ Greens, mm-hmm. you know, all those guys. I got to match those guys. I like, like when I got to the NFL, that wasn't my first time like matching with ones. I had to do that in college. Yeah. And, and talking about some of the, the wide receivers, yeah, and during that time, like you said, it was a lot of heavy hitters, and there's still heavy hitters at the wide receiver position currently in the SEC, but who was probably the most difficult wide receiver you faced off against while in college? Um, uh, hey, people ain't even going to know this guy, but he gave me a hard time. I was young, too, though. Yeah. Uh, I think Junae, he went to Ole Miss, Junae, Shea Hodge. Mm-hmm. He was really good when I was in school. I think he got drafted and stuff, but... You know, all the big the big names were pretty good too, but you know, I kind of held my own against all those guys. I kind of, you know, I kind of shut those guys down. Right, no question, because you look at your draft status where you got drafted at, and currently what you've been doing. Even though you, like you said, you you're a part of Vanderbilt's football team, as a team weren't super consistent, but you did your just do and led to outstanding opportunities. And one of the bigger opportunities that you had, just like myself, I played in the Senior Bowl. Right. You had opportunity to play in the senior bowl in 2012. And on this podcast, because of Pat P's ties to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, we focus a lot on Vikings material, Vikings content. And then yet senior bowl. You remember the quarterback you picked off? I do not remember, but I know I had to pick that game. I don't remember. You You don't you don't know. You don't remember. I'm going to give you a hint. This quarterback just recently signed a new deal. If it ain't Kirk Cousins, then I don't know. It's Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. It's Kirk Cousins. Oh, he was was on the other side. Yes, yes. Michigan State, Kirk Cousins. You picked off Kirk Cousins to uh, cap off an outstanding week uh, 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 of great work. But when you look at that process, right, the entire draft, uh, pre-draft process, uh, what was it like for you coming out of the SEC uh, but not coming from one of the uh, well-known programs in the SEC? Uh, it was kind of the same. I think the guys, um, you know, a lot of teams looked at me like no matter what, like I played against the same teams these guys were playing against. Even though we might not have as much talent, I think it was harder on myself. I think it was harder on myself compared to like some of the big name guys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Morris Claiborne was elite. Like he won the Jim Thorpe. He was yeah. dope. He was fired. He was fired. But I think I go back and look at mine. He had more help on the defensive front. And help me something. So they got more pressure. I got my picks out of the mud. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I got seven picks my senior year, six picks my junior year. And that was, you know, we still have some good players. Don't get me wrong. We had good players up front. We had good players at the linebacker. We had SEC guys on each level, like all SEC mm-hmm. guys on each level. But, you know, you just go from the LSU to Georgia and things like that. I think when I was at school at first, it was about depth. So, yeah. we, you know, our first our first guys, they can hang with anybody. But it was about the depth, you know what I mean? So that's what, you know, I think as a whole, I think, as you know, that program needs to get to just have more depth. But for me, it was more like people looked at me the same because I matched up with the guy. I'm mm-hmm. not like I follow Alshon Jeffries all game wherever he went. I follow AJ Green wherever he went in the game we played. Like I held my own two picks, pick all that, all that type of stuff. So I was able to hold my own against those guys. Yes, sir. And because of that and the success, like I said in Mobile during the Super uh, Senior Bowl week, the Green Bay Packers decided to select you with their second round pick in. Me and Casey have this in common as well. We were both the 60-second pick. So, Casey, for me, I remember almost every corner that was drafted before I was drafted. Do you remember all the corners that went before you? I remember, I remember all of them. Name them all. Um, Morris Claiborne. Yep. Uh, Stefan Gilmore. Gilmore, yep. Yep. Uh, two SEC guys, by the way. Oh, oh! I'm keep. It's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep getting more. Okay. You know what I mean, I'm here. Kirk Patrick. He went to Alabama. Alabama. Jake Kirk Patrick. Uh, then you got um, Janari Jenkins. Not another SEC. Yeah. And then me. Wow. So she. You talk about all the guys you just named came from the SEC. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we we know how that go. It, it's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> it's loaded hey, so- that. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the year that you joined the Green Bay Packers. That was the that was the year that Charles Woodson uh, transitioned to safety. Even with that position switch, you know, what were you able to soak up from one of the best DBs to ever do it in the National Football League? Man, one thing I did, I will say about Wood, was he wasn't one of those guys that, because he was a vet and, like, you know what I mean? He practiced. Like, he practiced every day. He was a vet. He's, you know, I get that. But the thing about it, I was only with Wood for that one year. Mm-hmm. I was with Wood for that one year. But I had Tremont Williams for my first four years. Yeah. Like, my first three, I think. And Tremont showed me so much. I got to soak up so much because I was around him the most. Mm-hmm. Like, he showed me how to study film. You know, he showed me on and off the field, you know, with his, you know, how he how he shows up every day, how he's a family man, all those different things. So I got to soak up a lot of and um I still keep in touch with him now. So, you know, he's he you know, his wing and I also try to do the same thing to the young guys. I think you gotta pass these things down, you know. No question. And, um, that's what I try to do. Yeah. No question, no question. I mean that that's what good teams do. Good team has players that don't mind passing things down to guys they're competing with. You right. know what I mean? You know, a lot of times when you're competing with someone, it creates separation. You don't want to sh- share with them what you know, because, you know, of course, they're trying to come get your job. But good teams have individuals who don't mind sharing the knowledge, because at the end of the day, we all got to be good for everyone to be successful and win ball games. So, Case, early, early on in your Green Bay Packer days, you got a chance to see the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, right? But currently, you know, we thought we were seeing a disconnect. Did you think they were headed to a breakup this offseason? 
Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And this is a two-part question. What did you think of the whole entire situation between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Uh, I wasn't You know, when I was playing, um, when I was playing with the Raiders last year, and even, like, you know, the Chargers were following, you know, everybody was like, he might come to the Broncos. In my head, I'm like, no, keep him over there. Keep him, over, <laughs> keep him away from us. Yeah. <laughs> keep him away from us. Um, but, you know, the whole situation, it worked out. You know what I mean? It worked out in both favor. Um, you know, A-Rod can finish his career at the Green Bay Packer, which he's going to go down as the best Packer all time. Yep. You know what I mean? And not just the – he up there with the best football players of all time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in the top five football players of all time when he's done. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think he's the best quarterback. I so you're saying Aaron Rodgers right now is the best quarterback to ever do it? I think so, personally. Okay. I think so, personally. You know, people can go with, you know, Tom. I'm a big Tom Brady fan, too. So, like, if people go Tom, I'd be like, okay, cool, cool. You know, you go Tom or A-Rod, but I'm going to go A-Rod. That was my teammate. I yeah. seen some of the freakish things he did when we was at practice um, and what he's still doing. Like, uh-huh. back-to-back, back-to-back, you know, super, I mean, uh, back-to-back MVPs. And so he's a great guy. I love A-Rod. Yeah. And, and and talking about, you know, you mentioned Tom Brady's name when it comes to one of the best to ever do it. You will be seeing him twice this year because y'all in the same division now. Yeah. Got to see Tom. Get to see Tom <laughs> twice. Got to see Tom twice. You got to see him twice. You know yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. You know, you get you get the best out. You get the best out of yourself when you're going against the best. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, like, but I'm pretty sure you, you played some, against Tom before, getting, right? Yeah, and Tom tortures every time we play. <laughs> oh, you gotta get some get back, <laughs> man. I need some get back. Yes, you I gotta get. Some get- some- I went my, I went mine. I went mine playing Tom twice, though. I'm happy about it. No uh, question. If this is last year, I, I want to get a chance to get the ball. I want to get a chance to get the ball. I have some opportunities with you know Garwin and Mike Evans. You know out there, those guys. You know they got some really. You know they they loaded over there with talent. So no you gotta go out there. And, you know play really good on on defense this year and try to um, minimize teams from scoring. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And let, let's let's take it back real quick. Your rookie year, second round draft pick, you go through your rookie contract. Um, how did you use the Packers letting you walk after your rookie deal as motivation? Because it seemed like when they decided to cut tides, you t- you went to a whole nother level. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I wasn't even mad about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it made sense. They just had drafted a um, a rookie first rounder the year before and the yep. second rounder back to back. So they were first round and second they round. They got Jair Alexander and was it? Uh, nah, nah, so he was younger than me. He's he way younger than me. Yeah, it was the marriage in the first round. The marriage Randall, Randall, the marriage Randall and um, Quentin Rollins. Okay, so they had got two guys back to back. So it made sense. You know, you got to try to play some of your first rounders and guys like that. Uh, and then that year, I was kind of beat up, so I was just happy to get to a you know a, a situation that fits me. And when I got there, when I got with the uh, Chargers and Jay Barrett, uh Ben Flowers, so they had some really good guys already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And when I got there, the coach was like, "Well, you know, be flow play, be flow play inside." So. You play outside. We we brought you in here to play outside yeah. corner. So in my head, I'm like, bet. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Y'all ain't just doing me as just playing inside guy. And 
I was able to flourish, you know, playing outside. Yeah. And going out to, to San Diego at that time, you got a chance to, to team up with another outstanding quarterback in Phillip Rivers, who we just saw call it quits over a year ago, now coaching high school football. Uh, we know your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and how you feel about Aaron Rodgers. But when you look at Phillip Rivers, being out there and playing with him and seeing him day to day, do you think he is a Hall of Famer? Facts. It's no question. Yeah. No question. No question. It's hands down. Now you you can't name you can't name twelve quarterbacks all time better than Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. You might have some people that's more accomplished, like winning championships. But you know, yeah. winning champ winning championships, you know, that's a team game. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean, it's a it's a whole team game. But when you talk about Hall of Fame, it's about individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get you get some of those. You know, not not taking anything away from the the older quarterbacks, but they don't have the quite numbers as these guys these days. And which, you know, people gonna pass them. But field numbers as top 10 all around. All around, longevity, he ain't missed games. He didn't miss games. So think about that. He got longevity, he got touchdowns, he got yards, he got everything. Hey, before you got there, he played a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken, with a torn ACL. I think they played against the On Patriots. The torn the ACL. Wing. Yeah, with a torn ACL. Torn yeah. ACL. And they were and they was loaded that year. They had a chance to win that year. No they were loaded. He just had a towards ACL at the wrong Phillip time. Special, Phil- He's special. One thing I can tell you about Philip Rivers show: anytime we played against him, he talks so much trash. Talks so much oh, trash. Did he, he talk trash to, to y'all talk. in practice? Yeah, he talked, but he don't curse. He don't curse at all. He it's talk. weird, right? No, he, he talks a lot he of don't trash, know, but he, he don't curse. He talked trash. Think of it. He talked. He he talk, he say the words that. You know your grandma. Your grandma used to say back in the day. They Man, it's like to say, hearing oh, Philip Rivers dang. talk trash is like watching the PBS after school special. They gonna block all the bad words out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they gonna block all the bad. Hey, like, well, you- he was a great teammate. Yeah, I heard. I heard great things about him as well. I never heard you know guys that played with him say anything negative, especially when you talk about the quarterbacks. You know how it is. Show most of the times the quarterbacks are the highest paid, and they they're the face of the franchise. So some quarterbacks, you know, kind of be a little standoffish a little bit. You know, Phillip Rivers seemed to be a team guy. And uh, that's that's the only thing I've heard about Phillip Rivers. Now, when you look at- Man, great guy. He he would he would even he would even come in the back of the plane and play cars with him. Oh yeah, he's like, getting the car game? Yeah, car game. And he's super competitive with cars. So the same way he is on the football team, the same way playing cards. So oh, imagine- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> so what kind of card game was y'all playing? Because I, I I know what me and you be playing a lot. Was, was y'all in that boo ray back then? Oh, yeah, we playing that boo. Yeah, ah, we playing the boo. Philip Rivers is a boo ray player? Yeah. Hey, look, we, um, one time we went to London. We went to London. I got a quick story. We went to London. Yeah. Played the Titans. Beat up on the Titans. We got a plane ride back to Cali. 10-hour flight. We all booed for 10 hours straight. Oh, man. On the way back. Booed for 10 hours Who got hit? Who got hit and who won? (laughs) You know, people get hit across the head on that long flight. 10 hours straight? No sleep, but y'all booed the whole flight from London. 10 hours. We probably booed eight hours of it. Yeah. Did you walk away smiling or were you kind of feeling a little disgruntled when y'all landed? You see me smiling over here now? That's how I was smiling. (laughs) Hey, Joe, well, and I listen, we talk about Boo Ray all the time. I had DRC on, and of course, you know, DRC, yeah. Dominique, Roger Camardi, Pat P play Boo. Man, what 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 has been the most intense Boo Ray pot you've been a part of? 
Hey, that boogie is scary. I've been, I've been in one. I can say the number on here. Yeah, you can say the number. I've been one. You know that thing was like thirty. Were you? Like, did you? Were you in the game or did you drop your head? I, man, you don't have no ace to the king. That's hard to stay in. Hey, I had, I might have had the jack and the seven, but I, I can't get. Hey, hey that jack, need, that jack and that seven show. You already know you hoping for a head up fight because if it's three or four in, oh boy, you get nervous. Your hands start to sweat. What if it's three or four in, man? You like, boy, I might have. I should have got out of this. I'm getting out, but a big pot. Come on, man. But see, you, but show you know how I told y'all boys how we used to do it. We don't do one, two, three, drop. Y'all we go around. Do, yeah, we, the first person up, bro, are you in? Yes or no? So you don't get no indicator. So if you first and you got Jack seven, you like, man, <laughs> if I stay in and I got three people in with me, I'm boo. Yes. That's the thing about that one, too. When you go around, it put pressure on the first person. The yeah. first person got all the pressure. Because if you fold and it's a head up fight, you can be like, man, I had Jack seven. Nobody isn't had and I should have stayed in. I should have stayed in, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, no, sir. but Phil was just that competitive playing cards. But, you know, for Phil, though, you know, he made so much money. It wasn't even about the money for him. It was about the, you know, the bonding. So, yeah, yeah the he did it for the bonding, yeah. yeah. And those years, we was winning. We, we had good teams, too. Like, though, yeah. we was just bonding there. And it was, and, it was and, dope. And that's the thing I like when you know you're playing together as teammates, as friends. Oh, we just trying to have on, fun. A Rod, A Rod too. Wait a minute, Aaron Rodgers boo? Come on. No, Aaron Rodgers ain't boo. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not believing that. A Rod boo? I didn't mean to put you out there, A Rod. I didn't mean to put you out there. Man, listen, show. And that's the type, them the type of players you want to play with because they money different. It's not a pot they don't like, show. You already know that. That pot could be about 10 bands out there. They hey, might be man. like, I'm in. Hey, and they pay. And they pay. No question. They, that's yeah. quarterback money. Yeah. They ain't even asking for a deal, man. I got y'all tomorrow, man. Oh, they ain't even asking for a deal? Come man, on, no, ask for a deal. Man. That mean you don't want one. No, they ain't asking for no deal. They, but the thing about it is, then the people, be the, they be the ones winning. Yeah. They be winning. They, they, they got all the money, and they win all the money. Yeah. Man, I got newfound respect for A-Rod and Phillip Rivers. Them boys in the boo reggae, man. Yeah, man. They be bonding, man. That's what I like about those guys. Yeah. They, like, stuck up. You know how you know how people can judge them and don't really know? Yeah. You know what I mean? But these guys are some stand-up guys. They go in there and bond with us. And, and it be from the people that make a lot of money to the people that make, a, you know, you know that don't. You know what I mean? Everybody. Mm. Man, I love hearing that, man. That's what team is about. That's what quarterback's about. You got to be a leader. You got to be able to relate to everyone on the team, not just starters, exactly. but everyone who has a jersey. And speaking of another relatable guy, you know, your past season, this past year, you were there with Derek Carr in Las Vegas. You know, a lot of highs and lows throughout the year. Granted, made it to the playoffs. But, show Casey, what was the most challenging part of 2021 with the Raiders? Man, I'll probably just say... You know, uh, we had just some bad situations going on. You know, no I mean? question. Yeah, um, some uh, unfortunate situations. Um, some good guys just had some unfortunate situations. You know what I mean? Like the coasting, that was unfortunate. You know, the Russ things was super unfortunate because he's a really good guy. You know what I mean? We just had some unfortunate things, but uh, you know, 
coach. Coach did a good job when he got he got his chance to be the head coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coach and the guys rallied around him. And then you look at DC, you know, people people try to give DC a hard time, but he's a great leader. He rallied, he rallied us and look what we did. We made it to the playoffs after all that adversity. You know what I mean? We started off, we started off flying around on a good note, and then the coach didn't have him lost two. One, two. Then the next thing happened. Then we lost some. Then we, you know, we went on, we went on a winning spree mm-hmm. to get us in the playoffs. And you know, it, you know, you know when it starts in that quarterback. Yeah. You, you know it starts with a quarterback. And DC no did a great job. And DC did a great job of getting us in the right situation. And um, dang, they get they don't got loaded over there. Yeah. 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 They, they getting that thing right. Yeah, they, but that whole that whole West over there don't got loaded. Yes, sir. Hey, that's not a division. You don't want to make sure you you all the way together. Because if you're not, you're going to get a black eye. That's why they went and got Devontae. Why they were going to get a black eye. No question. No question. What What are your thoughts about what they're doing now? You know, the Raiders. Granted, that's your former team. But you had an opportunity to be out there with the guys. And you see what they're building. You know, how special you know, can they be this year? I think they can be special. It's, you know, I think, you know, you played in this league a long time. It's about being healthy. No if question. I, you know, the guys that be winning at the end or that's in the playoffs and fighting, they be healthy. Mm-hmm. So if your team can stay healthy and you already got a good team, yeah, you know, that's what it's about. Your main guys staying healthy, being able to play 15, 16 games, 17 games, you know what I mean? Like, you get, you get some of your best players only playing two, three games, it's going to be rough on you. No question. And nowadays... So guys can, yeah. And, and think about, you know, the last two seasons, it wasn't just about injuries. You also had to dodge COVID. Right, exactly. That was part of the health at that point. Exactly, exactly. You know, because COVID, COVID was messing, messing players up. They'd be, down for, they'd be down for two weeks and not right for another two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I tell people this all the time. When it comes to winning a championship, it's not always the best team that win. You got to be the luckiest team sometimes. Man, yeah, you definitely got to be lucky. Yeah. Sure. You know, when the Giants won it, nobody thought they was going to win it. They was they were striding at the right time. And they already had a good defense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, show one of the things I definitely want to talk to you about, and I know our fans definitely want to hear your opinion because you played in the ball game. Uh, let's go to week 18, right? Everything's on the line. When basically you and your former team, the Chargers, playing against yeah. the Raiders on Sunday night football with the winner going to the playoffs. What were your thoughts on people suggesting that you guys should just tie so you can both get in? Them people sound drunk. <laughs> people sound Tell us why. Drunk. Tell us why. Listen, it's a division game. It's a division game. You know how to win. Listen, we don't want you in it. In the hey, and that was definitely personal for you because that was your former team. Yeah. No tie. We are trying to win. We're kicking the field goal all day with no, with no, no tie. It yeah. would have been a tie. We would have missed it, but we're not trying to tie. Like you know, you know this game is already hard to win. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win these games, and then like if you if you look at the matchups, like don't get me wrong, nobody ain't scared of nobody to play because you yeah. you know though you anything can happen any Sunday. But we win the game, we lose the game. We are seventh or eighth seed. We the last seed to get in, and they don't mm-hmm. they before us if it's a tie. So we go to Kansas City, they go to Cincinnati. Exactly, exactly, and of course you, we you like our, want we like to our go matchups. to Cincinnati. Yeah, we like our matchup with Cincinnati, yeah. and it ended up being a good game. They just ended up beating us. Yeah. But 
matchup wise, we you know we like to Cincinnati, even though they beat us. But no, man, you, if you can keep if you can kick these guys out, get them out of here. Get them out. The thing, the thing you got to understand too for the fans that were saying the game should have ended in a tie. Let's say that happens when you had an opportunity to kick them out. Let's say the unthinkable happens. Both of you get in. Y'all get knocked out, and they get to the Super Bowl. Come on. Listen. Think about that. Think about how pissed off you would have been. It like, would, it's possible. Boys season. It's possible. They, got a, they had a good team. Hands down. They had a really good team. No. Get yeah. these boys out of here. Got them out of there. Get them out of here. They had a chance to win, just like we got a chance to win. No yeah. time. And then they beat us early in the year. And you know no. it's always about get back in a divisional game. It's yeah, always about it's get division. back. It's get back. It's get back. Yeah. Look, I hate it had to be them. That's what it was. <laughs> I hate it had to be y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm a charger. I'm a charger for life, but I don't plan on the other team. We trying. We getting y'all out of here. No question. And you did what you're supposed to do. And speaking of chargers, what are your thoughts of Brandon Staley, the new coach, well, first-year coach for the Chargers, his aggressive style on fourth down? Because you remember that game, that Sunday night game, I think he went for it on fourth down like four times. More. It was we more had, than that? Yes, we had him in fourth and down so many times to win the, to win the game. So let me ask you, let me, let me, let me hit, hit you with this question like this. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, Staley was there while you was there. And as a defender, I understand, you know, we all feel like, man, we can do what we need to do to keep us in, in reach of winning this ball game. But how would you have felt playing defense for the Chargers and seeing your head coach attacking the game like it's a video game and kind of putting the defense in bad situations. Because remember, he went for it early in that ball game. Oh, yeah, we stopped the, him back there. Like yeah, the y'all were, they were backed up. Y'all was instantly in field goal range. Yeah. So how yeah, would you but, have felt if you were a part of the Chargers defensively and seeing your coach just call the game like he's playing mad? Man, you got to be behind it. You got to be behind it. Whatever you, whatever decision you make, we, we with it. And guess what? When they stopped us, when, I mean, when we stopped them, they held us to a field goal. And that's what you, you gotta have. You gotta have your coach back like that. So if show, it, show. If it don't work with you, then it's gonna work against you. So show, you mean to tell me it wouldn't be a time when the sideline be like, man, you look. I'm hot. Ass. I'm mad. Coach, I'm mad. Man, coach, but, coach know. tripping, man. What are you doing? Punt oh, the ball. Sure. What are you sure. doing, man? Punt the ball. You're not gonna say it loud, but you know you be on the sideline the <laughs> next to the next DB, your fellow DB. Like, hey, man, this man tripping, man. We backed up. Give us some grass. No, Give us I'm some grass to fight for. I'm going to tell my buddy, I'm going to tell my buddy, like, boy, coach tripping. <laughs> but, you know, once he tripped, we got to have him back. Hey, no question. No question. Let's go, man. Just because nah, they're hey, down, they don't got to score. Yeah, it's it been times like that. The coach was tripping. It, hey. You know what I'm talking about? You put the defense in the foul, like, bro. Because, you know, we counting points at the end of the game. Like, man, we gave up X, Y, Z. But it really should have been, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Like, no, nah, we take six points off. We they get seventeen instead of twenty-four. You know what I mean? Instead of twenty-three. No question. You already know when it comes to us playing defense, we, we want to win ball games, but we want to make sure defensively we got our stats in check too. Come on, come on. We want to win. We we want to look right. No question. No question. So, hey, Casey, let's transition to your newest team. Hometown team, Atlanta Falcons. Man, what led to you signing with your hometown team in Atlanta? Man, in my head, I talked to my family, talked to my agent. Um, and it just all made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It made sense, the, the transition, what I'm trying to do, you know, outside of football and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, it just made sense to be closer to home. I'm building a house out here. 
So while that's going on, I can still be home and still like, you know, checking on that. And then, you know, towards the end of my career, my family's here. Yeah. You know, I, I always played far enough with my family. Really couldn't get there unless maybe like one or two games out of the season. I might, they might fly out there to a game and find a place that I'm playing close to home over here. Mm-hmm. So it might be two games out of the year that they come to. Now everything's pretty close. They can come, you know, to pretty much all the games. You know, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to, you know, cap them off on tickets. No question, because that ticket request gonna be come more, on. it's gonna be much more intense. Come on, I'm gonna tell them folks like, hey, look, you pick two games, you pick two games, you pick yeah. two games. I got a big family now. I got my dad, my dad, it's a lot of them. Yeah, it's a lot of them. So yeah. Man, but I tell you this much, that was a, a big time move. Uh, we had uh, A.J. Terrell on during the season. He's one of the corners I love watching. He had a heck of a year uh, this past year for Atlanta. His confidence is going through the roof. And then you add, you, you come into the equation, you know what I mean? He's still an up-and-coming corner, but the knowledge you've been able to learn throughout the, the past years of your career and the technique and the fundamentals, man, I, I, I love it for Atlanta because you got two bookend corners. And playing against Tampa twice a year, you're going to need that. You know what I mean? Of course, oh, with Michael sure. Thomas coming back into the fold, uh, that was a huge signing for Atlanta, and I like what they were doing defensively. Uh, when you look at signing with the Falcons, right, show, what was your thought process when you signed with the Falcons and then you started to hear rumors about Deshaun Watson? You know what I mean? Potentially getting Deshaun Watson, another, you know, in-state product from the state of Georgia, and yeah. then going from Deshaun Watson to trading Matt Ryan. What was your thought process uh, uh, through, through those uh, situations? Man, I was excited to be here. Uh, like, like what I was saying earlier about, I think throughout my career playing, I uh, never felt like I always felt like I was the best corner on the team, and not just because of the field. This is like I, this how I felt like I really was. Yeah, you know what I mean. And this time, like playing with him, like dang, it's just somebody just as good on the other side. You know what I mean, like. Man, this boy, he he's really legit. You yeah. know, AJ really legit. So I'm happy and excited to play with him. You know, you know, give him some of my knowledge and also take some of the things he know. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those guys that feel like I know everything. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be exciting to do that. But you know, with the whole the sun, the sun thing, <laughs> man. We, we was hoping we got him. We was hoping we got him. Oh, you know, you know the whole Atlanta was. Everybody was, right? Oh, man, people were sick. People were sick. We was hoping we got him. But at the same time, you know, it's a business. Yeah. This thing a business. This ain't a, hey, I know I'm from here, but, you know, long if the business right, then yeah. But the business ain't right, I got to go with the business right. No question. You, you know, two, you know, 230, that's a, that's a, uh, two, you know, 230, all guaranteed. You know what that is, right? No question. That's a max deal. That's it. Max me out. (laughs) Exactly. And ain't too many teams can do that. Not too many teams willing to do that. Max me out. That's NBA max. Yes. KD KD just signed that deal. Yes. (laughs) KD just signed that same deal. (laughs) Exactly. He got an NBA contract all guaranteed. Come on, man. I'm going to get that. I'm I'm, I'm going to get that. Hey, but sure that tells you how desperate the Browns was because remember, he told Browns I'm good. Yeah. Then that two thirty made him change his mind. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, we got the same. We got the same people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got the same people. And I, I actually was with him like two days before it happened. You know what I mean? I think he always wanted to go to the Browns because they rostered was structured. 
yeah. like in the way that you can win now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you can see that you like the roster structure where you can win now. Good running game, good O line, good defense, things like that. So, you know, him coming home would have been, you know, great for him. It would have been great. You know, yeah. I think it was really close to being, but you know, it made sense. It made sense to go the way he went. I'm salute him. You know, I wish him the best of luck. I know he's gonna go out there and ball because that's the type of player he is. He's yeah. one of those generational players. No, no question, no question. So now when you look at not getting Deshaun Watson, trading away arguably the best quarterback in franchise history, Matt Ryan, to signing Marcus Mariota. And you spent last year, last season with Marcus in Las Vegas. Uh, what can he offer Atlanta, the team? Man, stability. Um, you know, co-author and him went back to the Titans. That's when he was balling when he was there with, you know, Coach Arthur. Uh-huh. So they know yeah, each other. Exactly. They know each other. He knows they know each other's strengths and things like that. So um, I'm excited. I was with him, you know, last year and he can make all the throws. He's still athletic. So I think we got a good chance. We got to go and get some weapons for him. Well, you know, I think I think we still got a chance. And, you know, as a defensive guy, you you tell you tell you tell the guys like, hey, we keep these people 17 and under. We got a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. So. That's our job. Let's, yeah. let's go and let's go and make it make it easier on the offense. Let's get turnovers and things like that. Let's get turnovers and give give these guys a chance to get the ball back. No doubt, no doubt. Last question before we transition to the superlative part of this show. I know you earlier you mentioned you were with Deshaun a few days before he signed that huge deal or agreed to go to Cleveland. But mm-hmm. did he ever throw out any indications that he wanted to come home to Atlanta? Like if he didn't go to Cleveland, do you believe it would have been Atlanta that he signed with? I think so. I think so. It's, it, it's nothing like playing at the crib. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing like playing at the crib, but it's also distractions at the crib. You know what I mean? You got family, you got all, you know, all the different things. But I think I think it definitely was a situation where he was really considering it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a it's a, like like we, like I was just saying, it's about business. It ain't really about nothing else. You know, people can be mad at the crib all they want to, but you can ask somebody that's here, that's in Atlanta, they offer you 230 to go. You're gonna get that 230. They can, act, they can, I don't care what they tell you, you're going to get the 230 from, you're going. You're going. It, it could be in Alaska. Huh, you're yeah. going. Look, they say, they say, oh, Atlanta offer you 200 or Atlanta offer you 150, but Alaska offer you 230. You're going to Alaska. You're going to get the 230. Yeah, like, no matter, too. no matter how people look at it, man, you know, this, this, this thing is not NFL, not for long. So while you're in it, you need to, you need to set up your future and your people's future and your Hands kids. Down. You Hands down. I definitely agree with you. So, hey, show, before we let you go, superlative part of our show, we're going to hit you with rapid fire questions. We want your honest, unbiased answer. All, All right. right? Can, I, can I say something before that, too, though? What you got? All right. So, Pat P, um, uh, I forgot which year they were. My, my year six or seven. Year six. He said, hey, Trading with um get your jersey when we play y'all this year. He said, Hey, let me get that jersey when we play y'all this year. This one he's still with AZ. He said, Let me get that jersey when we play y'all this year. Man, we get to play them boys after the game. I'm like, Pat P, what up, my boy? He said, Man, I'm gonna have to give it to you another time. This we smoked them, we beat them. He like, man, I can't trade my jersey after we just, you know. Oh, y'all boys beat them too bad. Yeah, man. I'm like, come on, boy. <laughs> so my boy, he reneged on you. He 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 gonna tell me we need to switch, and then reneged on me. Feel me like 
Hey, my boy, I know you, I know you're gonna watch it. I need my jersey. That's all. You I'm need saying. that jersey. I'm hey, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure. I'm and make I, sure I, I don't want the, I don't want the Vikings. I want that, I want AZ. You want that AZ, that 21. Come on. Right, come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I'm definitely gonna let them know that. Hey, but but you know what though? You know how it is sometimes. If you get beat yeah. too bad. Oh, look, I don't done it before too. I've done that before. I've done it before, <laughs> like. Hey, my boy, I think we need to hurry up and get inside. <laughs> hey, hey, so you know, at the horrible loss, man, you ain't shaking no hands. I ain't taking no pictures. I'm out of here. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm, no I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him. This is just a reminder that I, I need that. No yeah. question. I definitely pass that message along. We're going to get that 21 to you. I got I got the 21 over there, and I got the 7 right here. Yeah. Matter of fact, what number you going to wear for Atlanta? You know yet? I, no, I ain't even decided. You ain't decided? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you gonna? I know. I know one thing. You're not gonna get a number in the forties, are you? Come on, man. It gotta be in the twenties. Gotta be in the twenties. <laughs> hey, man. I don't like. I told DRC that forty-five, man. But DRC had a sentimental reason to wear forty-five. Like you had right, that forty-five. Right. He do. He do. Yeah. Like, bro, hey, come on. But I understand that's near and dear to your heart. But come on, you can't be in the in the secondary with forties, all. That, oh, that forty-five stink. No question. Super stink. Super stink. <laughs> hey, so quick questions for you. Superlative part. And throughout your professional career, Casey, you played with some outstanding quarterbacks, right? So we're going to do start, sit, cut. You got to pick one to start. You got to pick one to sit. And you got to cut one. Your options are Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. Who you going to start? Who you going to sit? And who you cutting? And who just not going to make the list? <laughs> yeah. Who you gonna start? Who you gonna sit? Who gonna get cut? And who just ain't even so gonna the make sit, the sitting is my he the he the backup, huh? The sit if I sit he gonna be my backup. Yeah, the sit the one who you sit is like the backup. Whoever you cut gonna get cut, and the other one just ain't gonna even make the final roster to get cut. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna go with the goat. I'm gonna go with A. Rod. Aaron Rodgers. You gonna, gonna start him? Who gonna be the yes. backup? Phil, Phil, you come on. This, okay, this Phil no the way. backup. Who you gonna cut? So to cut me, he was almost there. He was almost there. I'm gonna go DC. DC, DC. I'm going DC. And then her, her, you know, he, he young, he young. Okay. Hey, you asked me 10 years from now, her might be. Her might on. be that guy. But yeah, yeah, but you know, no offense to nobody, but you know, I'm gonna go A-Rod. Yeah, okay, that's DC. fair, that's fair. So growing up watching football, who was your favorite defensive back to watch? Oh, I'm a um I got two. Champ Bailey, mm -hmm. dog, Champ Bailey, and for me, Asante Samuels. Yeah. Zant was good. Yeah, yeah. No he was that guy. He was that guy. Hey, they need to quit playing with my man. Get him up in that thing. Get him in the hall. He got man got Come 60 on. plus interceptions or something Come like on, that. Man. Crazy he got, he got 50 in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> he used to tell Eli Manning up. Anytime he played against Eli Boy, he was picking up Eli. Pick sixes and stuff, yeah. No question. Yeah. All off technique, too. Come on, man. No, put that man in that fame, man. He deserves it. Ten right. years, 10 years, 50? Come on. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Next question for you. Best DB you played with? Best DB I played with? Uh, shoot. Uh, Wood. C-Wood. C-Wood. Okay. C-Wood. See what, but but I played with since I don't, since I only played with him a year, I'm gonna I'm go with somebody else too. But he was the best DB. Who that? Like, I'm Tremont Williams. He did it for oh. a high level for a while. 
And then I, I will tell people this. If Jason Verrett never got hurt. Oh, from TCU? Come on. Hey, if he never got hurt, hey, I seen that man do some some of the most freakish things you can do on the football field. Man. Like, he was probably the most talented DB I ever played with or ever really, really? seen. Yes. Yeah, because yes. because you were out there when they when he came to San Diego. Yes, I'm telling you, freakish. He had it, freakish. Wow, from TCU, yeah, TCU, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, first TCU. rounder. Yeah. Okay, I, I like this game, but he just never could stay healthy. That was the one thing, yeah. couldn't stay healthy. Last question for you: best interception of your career. Best interception of my career. Oh, I'm going to go uh, against the Colts, against the Colts. And it wasn't like a spectacular or nothing like that, but it was a, against the Colts. We playing uh, this one, Reggie Wayne. Uh-huh. Reggie Wayne, this might have been his last year. He went for like 11, 1200 or something like that. Reggie Wayne is killing us. He won the game. They beat us. They beat uh-huh. us. Reggie Wayne killed us. He probably had about 13 catches. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was he was killing everybody. Me, him, this dude over here. Yeah. But I'm lining up on him in the slot. And this dude go out, he run a wheel route. Mm-hmm. And I kind of match this with Andrew Luck. And I turn my head on the real route and pick me. Like right yeah. out of the app. I think that might have been my first interception, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so that might have been my first career. Which I was in? Y'all was in man? Yeah, it was in man. Okay. That might have been my first career pick and Against Reggie Wayne, what? no question, Hall of Famer. Come on, yeah. we'll be in the Hall of Fame. He yeah, will be. Re- yes, Reggie Reg remember that too. Oh man, Reggie one of the top rock runners. Oh, ever? Come on, man. Yeah. He's one of those guys. For me, I hated played against wide receivers who didn't look like they were fast, but they would get on your toes so fast. Him, them the ones I I didn't like. Man, Reggie, he put so much stuff at that top of that route. He hit. You're like, oh. Before you know you're on your heels, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. That's when you're trying to go grab hey, something. <laughs> if you ever look up, you ever look up that game, that man had about 12, 13 catches on the for like 140. I'm oh. telling you. And a tub. And a tub. And a tub. Yeah. Reggie Wayne wasn't the best to do it. He will eventually hear his name called in Canton, Ohio. Man, oh, sure. outstanding, outstanding feedback coming from our very own Casey Haywood. Now. Newly signed Atlanta Falcon cornerback, man. Big things coming from Atlanta. Of course, you added Marcus Mariota. Got some other moves coming in the storefront. But Casey, man, thank you for joining us. And also, oh, don't forget about me. I already told Pat P as well. Next yeah. Blu-ray game. Hey, I ain't forgot. I, 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 I never got a check from Arthur Blank. So <laughs> I got to try to boo you for yours. Hey, I, I ain't got mine yet. Your check too big. I ain't got it yet. It's coming in. I just it's coming. It's my, like a tax return. My, you know it's coming for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's coming for hey, sure. Y'all, y'all are invited. Y'all are invited to the crib. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and then when the right. new house is ready, we coming to the new house and boo you in your own new house. Come on. Tell, tell Pat we can boo him in his new house. I know he got one down there. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got to get him that, get that jersey, that 21 for you, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. But appreciate it, Case, man. Stay healthy, man. And no worries, I'm going to see you soon. I'm booing you. Staying with that right. Jack 7, I'm going to boo you. Come on, I'm staying with it every time. <laughs> All right, be safe, show. Thank you. All right, man, for sure. Yep.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.